When a person gives a loan to a friend, and now the Malva takes security in return. Doesn't matter whether he lent him money or he lent him produce. Whether he took the security at the time when he gave the loan or after the loan. Allah is the Malva now becomes a paid watchman. And therefore, therefore, if the security that he got was either lost or stolen, he's responsible to pay the value. If the security was lost because of causes beyond the lender's control, for example, let's say it was taken by armed thieves. So then the Allah is Yeshava. So the lender has to take a shvua that I was lost due to forces beyond his control. And the owner of the security must pay his chayv until the last prota. Because it was stolen from Listim Mizuyan, which we know Hashem Sokhar is not a chayv for Listim Mizuyan. Base. Kola imel achavede. Shmer li ve'eshmer lecha ar when a person tells a friend, watch my article for me and I will watch your article for you, so the halach is, it's considered as if the owner was employed by the watchman. Now, if he tells his friend, you watch today for me and I'll watch tomorrow for you, lend me an article today and I'll lend you tomorrow, Watch an article for me today and I will lend you an article tomorrow. Or lend an article to me today and I will watch an article for you tomorrow. So then it's considered a Shemr Sachar. Gimel. All craftsmen are considered to be a paid watchman. Whenever a craftsman says, take your article and pay for it, or I have completed it, the owner does not take the article, the craftsman is considered to be a Shemr Chinam. If, however, the craftsman says, bring money and take your article, it's considered to be a shamer sacher, as before. A person gives an article to craftsman to fix, and the craftsman ruins it. The craftsman is hired to make, to pay for it. If a person gives a carpenter a chest or a box or a closet to place a nail into it and he breaks the article, he has to pay for it. If a person gives a carpenter the wood to make a chest or a box or a closet and he breaks them after he completes making them, the carpenter has to pay the employer for the chest, the box, or the closet. As far as the craftsman does not acquire a share in the increase in the value of the article. If a person gives craftsman's wool to dye, and the vat which he dyes it boils until the water evaporates. So, and he destroyed the wool, the dyer must reimburse the owner of the wool. 
Tzvo Kor Nasanay Lay the Tzvo Adam Tzvo Shachar Shachar Tzvo Adam Nasan Eitzim Bechorish Lasses Men Kitsin Nasa No Vosa Kisarai Safso So Imma Shavah Yostal Eitzah Nizim Balaklias Eitzah Vim Eitzah Yisrael Lashavah Nizim Lashavah Mabat The dyer dyed the wool unattractively. The owner asked him to dye it red, and he dyed it black. He asked him to dye it black, he dyed it red. Or he gave wood to a carpenter to make an attractive chair, and he made a portrait of much. So luck is that if the increase in the value of the article exceeds the cost, all the owner of the article is required to pay is the cost. If the cost exceeds the increase in the value of the article, all the owner of the article is required to pay is the increase in the value of the article. The owner of the article says, I do not desire this, 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 I don't want it. I would rather that he give me the value of the wool, the value of the wood. So the halacha is, we don't listen. Craftsman says, here is the cost of the wool, or the wood. He doesn't listen to this. As far as the craftsman does not acquire or share in the increase of the value of the article. Hey, I'm going to hit in the train of the son Person brings raw material to professional and he ruins them. Or Nasan Kemach and after us, so pass the pay them. Behemoth on the top of Vinipo. So a guy brings raw material to professional and he ruins them. So we're saying that Allah is that the that the professional is chayav to reimburse the owner for their value because he's like a shemer soaker. For example, a person gave wheat to a miller to grind and he did not soak it. The flour, so the flour came out as bread and coarse. Or a person gave a flour to a baker and he made bread that crumbles. Or a person brought an animal to shechta and he shechted it not okay, so he has to pay for it. Therefore, an expert shechted an animal without charge, and he caused it to be unacceptable. He's not chayv to make to pay for it. If he's not an expert, even if he works without charge, he's required to pay for it. When a person shows a coin to a money changer, and he says it's good. And it's discovered that it's unacceptable. If he charged for his services, he's obligated to pay, though he's an expert and does not require further training. Now, if he did not charge, he is not chayim, provided he's an expert and does not require further training. Now, if he's not not an expert, he has to reimburse the questionnaire even when he does not charge for his services. As far as it is, this applies when the questionnaire tells the money changer, I'm relying on you. Or it's obvious from the situation that he's relying on the pain and not seeking other advice. When a shechs an animal without charge, makes it unfit, the money changer said that the claim was acceptable and it was not, or in any similar situation, the person who caused the damage must supply the proof that he's an expert. If he cannot supply proof, he has to pay. Now, in a place where it's the minute 
for a person who plants trees to receive half of the increase in value, and for the owner of the land to receive half the increase in value, if he planted trees in a portion of the land and increased the value, but planted other trees in another portion of the land and caused the loss, we calculate the half of the profit that is due to the planter and deduct the entire loss he caused. Now, even if he made a tonight, if he causes a loss in a certain portion of the land, he will not receive any profit of it. All his words are not listened to, and only the loss he actually causes is deducted from his profit. Because it's only asmachta. When a person who plants trees now terminates his relationship with the owner before reaping the crop, he bears the responsibility for his actions. For example, the person who plants receives half of the profits the owner of the land or other half. Now, the person who planted the trees caused the land to increase in value and then wished to terminate his relationship with the owner, forcing the owner to employ a sharecropper. The owner of the land can employ the sharecropper. Even so, the owner of the land receives half of the profits. He didn't suffer a loss. Now, the sharecropper receives a third of the remaining six is given to the person who planted the trees. Since he willingly terminates his relationship, he suffers the consequences. With regards to the person who plants trees on behalf of all the members of the city who caused the loss. Example, the village who renders an animal unacceptable for consumption. Or a person who is a bloodletter who caused an injury. So let's say a scribe who made a mistake in legal documents. Or a teacher was negligent with the children did not teach them or taught them to mistake. Or any other professional who made a mistake and cannot be corrected. They may be removed from the position without warning. For the warning for them to perform their work carefully is self-evident. They must faithfully apply themselves to the tasks for they were appointed by the community to discharge the responsibility. Chapter On the day it is due, pay him his wage. If an employer delays payment, he is over a negative commandment. Do not let the sun set without receiving it. Him, do not let the sun set without him receiving it. You don't get Malchus because he has to pay. Supplies to the wage of a person or the fee of, for hiring an animal or a keli. In all these instances, one is obligated to make payment when due. If one delays the payment, he's over on a lesasi. The obligation to pay a wage when due applies to a Gertashev, but one does not transgress a negative commandment if one delays paying him. When a person withholds the payment of a worker's wage, so he takes his soul from him, because of it, he puts his life in his hand. 
violates four warnings and a positive commandment. He transgresses the commandment to not oppress a friend. And do not steal. Do not hold overnight the wage of a worker. Not allow the sunset before paying him. And also to pay him on time. What are workers' wages? When are workers' wages due? A person who is hired to work during the day should collect his wages at a time during the following night. With regard to him, it says, do not hold the wage of a worker in your possession overnight until the morning. person who is hired to work during the night should collect the wages at a time throughout the following day. And it says, concerning him, on the day it's due, pay him his wage. person who is hired to work several hours during the day should collect his wage during the remainder of the day. person who is hired to work several hours during the night should collect his wage during the remainder of the night. When a person is hired for a week, a month, a year, or seven-year period, if he leaves his work during the day, he should collect his wage during the remainder of the day. If he leaves his work during the night, he should collect the wage during the remainder of the night. The person gives his garment to tailor, and the tailor completes and notifies him. The owner does not transgress the commandment as long as the garment is in possession of the tailor. Even if he delays paying him for 10 days. The son of Bechatz Hayyim gives Shakalov Chamo all over Mishum Baal Talon. Shakalov is Kiskir Tsevi Hayyim his money. The tailor returned in the middle of the day. Once the sun sets, the employer transgresses the commandment for holding the worker wage past its due date. For contracting work is governed by the same halachas as hired labor, the craftsman must be paid his wage when it's due. The person tells his friend, go and hire workers for me. Now, and the shliach tells them, the employer is responsible for your wages. So both of them do not transgress the isra against the laying payment of the workers' wages. The owner is not because he denied them. And the shliach is also not chai because he did not benefit from the workers' activity. If he did not say to them the employer is responsible for your wages, the shliach is considered to transgress the the this. The employer does not transgress the isra unless the worker demanded payment, and he did not give it to him. If, however, the worker did not demand payment for the demand for the or that he demanded payment and the employer did not have the money to pay him or he directed the worker to another person who accepted the responsibility of paying him the employer is not chayv now when a person delays payment of a worker's wage until after the due date he's chayv to pay him immediately even though he already violated every second he doesn't pay he's over the rabbinic Command Shnemer Al Tamer Lariachalev Veshev. Not that you're afraid to go return for tomorrow. We'll pay. Vav. Kol Sokher Shaschari Beidim Mitvob Bezmani Remember Balabais Nasadim Chasarko VeAsocher Mleditat Diklum Tikna Chacham Shishav Asocher Begin Daschivitz Vidlo Kedin Kol Nishma Venetum Nishma Balabais Tarid Bepeilo Vezal Sokher Nesed Nafshnaza.
Whenever a worker was hired in the presence of witnesses, demands payment for from his employer. At the time, the owner claims to have paid the wage, and the worker claims not to have received it. The Chacham Meret that holding a Nikitas Chayfus, the worker should have to take a shua that he did not receive payment. He can then collect it according to the laws governing all those who take oaths and then collect the due. The far is that the employer is busy managing his workers, and the worker is pinning his soul on his wage. And the halacha is, even if, and the halacha is, even if he is a minor. He swears and he takes the money. That's all with Edom. 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 That's now, when the employer hired the workers without witnessing and observing, since the employer could have said, and I never hired you. So we accept the claim. He says, I hired and I paid you. So now the, the employer makes a short assessment. If he denies only anything of the worker, if you had one aid, it doesn't help. Um, if the worker demands payment after the day which the wages due, the worker proves that he has been continuously demanding payment. He may take a shua and collect his wage on the day on which he demands payment. The worker performed labor for the employer on Monday until evening, the time he should. Be paid this Monday night. Tuesday, he can no longer take a shua and collect his wage. If he brings witnesses who testify they demanded his wage throughout Monday, he may take an oath and collect his wage throughout the day on Tuesday. But from Tuesday onwards, he's not allowed to. If he has witnesses who testify that he has demanded his wage until Thursday, he may take a shvur to collect his wage throughout the day on Thursday. Well, there's a difference between the employer and the worker with regards to the wage promise. The employer says, I promised him, let's say, uh, two zuz. And the worker says, you promised me three. So, Allah is... Did not entitle the worker to support his claim with an oath. Instead, we say, If the worker did not prove his claim, even though the employer already gave him two zuz, he admits only or says, Here is your money, the employer has to take an oath holding on the And this was Menachachamim, said the worker will not depart with an unsatisfied soul. When do we say this? When the employer hired the worker in the presence of witnesses who do not know the wage they agreed on. Also, the worker demanded his time, his wage on time. If, however, the employer hired the worker without this being observed by witnesses, or the worker demanded payment after the time for payment, Past the employer is required to take a short census and he agreed to pay him no more than he already gave him or no more than he admits to owe him and told him that he is willing to pay us. 
is true with regard to all their claims. Person gives a garment to a tailor to mend, and a difference of opinion arises concerning the payment due to the tailor. The tailor says you promised me dues, the owner says I promised you one. So the Allah is Hari Nishba Hari Uman. So again, Anisha Talis the woman, Uman, Amishnaim, Katsati, Allah, Imrali, Katsati, Allah, Hold, Kosma, Jatal, Spiad, Uman. As long as the garment is in the possession of the tailor, Imyachalit, and Shila Kuch of Yadar, Uman, Nishba, because Kevin Tonato. He'd be able to claim that he purchased it. The tailor is given the opportunity to take an oath while holding out the schaven to collect that amount. You may claim up to the amount of the articles worth of his wage. Once the garment departed from his possession, or in a situation when he would not presume that he, the owner, and he cannot claim that he purchased the garment, then we say a prisoner wishes to take from the friend and has to prove his claim. If he does not prove his claim, the owner of the garment is required to take a shuas hesis. If he denies owning the tailor, owing the tailor anything more than he paid him, or he admits a portion of the tailor's claim, then the Allah is with regards to other claims. Such a situation is not governed by a special leniency granted to him regarding the laws of employing worker. When a worker comes to take an oath, we do not deal severely with him, nor is he required to take an oath with regards to the others based on Gibel Shvot. Instead, he takes an oath that he did not receive payment and collects his due. We're not lenient with, her, with other people who come to take oaths, with the exception of a worker. In this case, we are lenient and invited to take an oath, saying, Do not cause yourself exasperation, take the oath and collect your due. Even when the wage is only a pruta, if the owner claims that they have paid him already, should collect it after taking an oath. Similarly, whenever a person takes an oath and collects his due, even if he claims only one foot, they may collect it unless he takes an oath resembling Cain Shaltera. When workers are performing work with produce that grows from the earth, but the work required for it has not been completed, and their actions bring the work to its completion, the employer is commanded to allow them to eat from the produce which they are working. This applies whether they are working with produce that has been harvested or produce that is still attached to the ground. Shinemraz it says, says when you enter the vineyard of your friend, you may eat grapes as you desire. When you enter the standing grape belonging to your friend, you may break off stocks by hand. So we learn that these sukkim are speaking solely about a paid worker. Now, the owner of the pros did not hire him. What right does the person have to enter his friend's vineyard or standing room without his permission? The shot is that when you enter the domain of your employer for work, you may eat it. 
What are the differences in the application of the mitzvah between a person who prefers to work with the with produce that has been reaped and the one who works with produce that is still attached to the ground? Person who prefers work with the produce that has been reaped may partake of the produce as long as the work is necessary. Fair has not been completed. Once the work necessary for it has been completed, he may not eat it. A person who performs a work with produce that is still attached to the ground, a harvester of grapes or a reaper of grain may not partake of the produce until he has completed his work. For example, a person harvests grapes and puts them in a Okay, a person who puts them into a large basket when the basket is filled he's taken away and emptied to another so then I'd say another worker may eat only when the basket has been filled say that the workers may eat while they are working from one row to another, and while they are returning from vat to vat, so they will not neglect their work to sit down and eat. Instead, they were granted permission to eat while they are performing their work, so they will not neglect it. When a person neglects his work and eats, or eats when he has not completed his work, he is aver, as it says, not lift a sickle against your friend standing in. To explain that as long as the workers are involved in reaping, should not lift their sickle in order to partake of the produce themselves. Or who carries own produce for which he had worked, or takes more than he can eat himself and gives to others, is ever Violation of these two is served is not punishable by Malchus because a person who ate them when one should have not took a produce home is chayv to pay. A chaylev, a person who milks an animal. Vam mechabits, a person who makes butter. Vam megabit, a person who makes cheese. In eichel mishin, the karka, they are not allowed to partake of it because this is not considered product of earth. Hamadakish, but b'tzalim shumen, a person who holds around onion heads or garlic heads, alpha bishat tojin damen, even though you remove small ones. He may not partake of them because this activity does not constitute a completion of the task. Needless to say, watchmen over gardens, orchards, or fields where any crops are grown, the cucumber gardens or gourd gardens, will may not partake of the produce growing there at all. Hey, Person who separates dates and figs that have already been harvested and are stuck together may not partake of them for the work that obligates the performance of the mitzvah has been completed. Person who works with wheat after they have been dyed, the person who hired to remove pebbles from grain to sift kernels at the them, may partake of them for the work that obligates the performance of the mitzvah challah has not been completed. Whenever a person needs dough, bolts, bass, loaves, or bakes, 
you're not partaking of the food because the work that obligates the performance of the mitzvah challah has been completed. And the worker is not partake a worker may not partake of produce except the work that obligates the performance of the mitzvah, or maestra challah has not been completed. If the king's of things belonging to a person becomes broken up, his barrels of wine become open, or his gourds become cut, or he hires workers to attend to the produce that he may not partake of, the work they may not partake of it, for the work necessary for them has been completed, and they have become obligated to Maisel. Indeed, they are tevil. If however they are owned and do not notify the workers, he must tie the produce and allow them to partake. When a person who hires work, workers to work with produce that is not their right, they may not partake of it. But if he did not inform them that it's not their right, pray the machil and he may redeem them, must redeem them and allow them to partake of it. Whatever Workers who reap, thresh, winnows, separate unwanted matters for food, harvest olives or grapes, tread grapes, or perform any work tasks as nature are granted the right to partake of the produce which they are working. Watchmen for vast grains, heaps, and any produce that has been separated for the girl for which the work that obligates. Has been not, not been completed, may partake of the produce because of the local convention. They're not granted this privilege according to their nice because a watchman is not considered to be the one who performs that action. If a person works with the limbs, whether with the hands or the feet or the shoulders, he is entitled to partake of the produce according to A worker who is working with figs may not partake of grapes. A person who is working with grapes may not partake of figs. When you enter the vineyard of your friend, you may eat grapes. Person who is working with one vine without eating another vine, nor may take grapes together with other food. You should not partake of them together with the bread or salt. Um, okay, again, so you may not partake of grapes together with other food. You should not partake of them together with bread or salt. If, however, the worker set a limit concerning the quality, quantity. They may eat, may eat the produce with salt, with bread, or with any other food. Person is forbidden, it's forbidden for a worker to suck the juice from grapes, as the buzzing says, and you shall eat grapes. Neither the worker's son nor his wife may roast the curls of grain in fire for him. You may eat grapes you desire. Another commission has to be the grapes the way it is. Yet Aleph. Also the forbidden for a worker to eat like a, a crazy amount of produce which she is working. As it says, you may eat as you desire to your satisfaction. It's permitted, it's permitted, however, for him to delay eating until he reaches the place of higher quality grapes to eat there. A worker may even eat a dinner's worth of cucumbers or dates, even though he was hired to work only for a silver bowl. Allowed in the sun, which lay out of the afternoon, he is safe, so it's a festival of fun of. 
teach a person not to be a glutton, so that he will not be fired by his employer. Person is guarding four or five grapes, grain heaps. It's not eat as fill. He should not eat as fill from only one of them. Instead, he should eat an equal amount from each one. Workers who have not worked both length and and uh, the other way and the vat they eat grapes but not drink one. At the time they are still working solely with the grapes. She did a chubagas velchulish sivenu yiftam lechol adam malishes manatirish ayin neisim manoliyin. But they have treaded in the vat and walked both lengthwise. They may eat grapes and drink the grape juice for they are working with both the grapes of the wind. When a worker says, Give my wife and my children what I would eat, or I will give a small amount of what I have taken to eat for my wife and my children, he's not given this prerogative. But the tear is granted his rights only to work himself. Even when a nuzzer, feel a nuzzer. Even another who says this, we don't listen. When a worker, his wife, and his children are slaves, we're all employed to work with produce. And the worker made it tonight that they neither he or nor the members of the household should not partake of the produce they're not allowed to. When they are past the maturity, because they're intellectually mature, responsible for the decision, and they and they and they're However, the children are minors, their father cannot pledge they will not eat for them. They're not eating from his property or from the employer grants them, but rather they're eating what I shall wear unto them.